Hi everyone, and welcome to Worth the Calories. I'm Matthew Vose. And I'm Catherine Vose. She said the thing this week. Prue said I the know, thing. I know, right? <laughs> Almost. Yeah, kind of, Almost. kind of. Yeah, she kind said of. it was worth every calorie. Which is fine. Maybe we should uh, change our title. Maybe we should. And she's not said it because there was a little bit of pushback on her saying it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a shame because like, I like it as a phrase. And, Absolutely. you know, I, I can get behind that idea if you're going to eat something. Eat something good. Make it worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. Um, naughty poor Hollywood got in trouble for a uh, diabetes, diabetes comment. Uh, Should have rethought that one. And And to be fair, you know, they do edit and cut these things together so i think yes i can understand why why people got a bit upset mm. but equally it's it's the sort of phrase that wrongly is just on it's just part it's just it's, a thing it, people say isn't yeah it's it? the sort of joke you go to with very sweet very creamy things yeah so, yeah um she said the thing though that made me very yeah. happy this week was the semi-final patisserie week. Domed tartlets, four bakers remaining. I'm not really big on patisserie. <laughs> no, it's a bit it's creamy a bit, and jelly. A bit and... faffy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, to make it, definitely it as well. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not really into the idea of jelly in the middle of a mousse. Mm-hmm. Give me a bit of cake. Yeah. bit of cake. bit of cake, biscuit. bit of biscuit. Yeah, absolutely. Biscuit. <laughs> The one that stood out that looked really tasty was Alice's. Mm. Nutella tart. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> no, no, nom, nom, nom. Was it mocha, orange and hazelnut? Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll I, do. I, I will I'll make an exception to I'm not big on patisserie if you put that on a plate in front of me. Mm. And, and there's also the thing, like they, the, the issue they had with hers was the piping was not very neat. Yes. And that absolutely calls to... If she'd had a little bit more time, if there was no time pressure on this, they would be perfect. She would Absolutely. have made amazing... And, and chances are they all would have made amazing things. Well, but hers was touching distance. Yeah, really was. Uh, it just, yeah, super tasty. Mm. But I think a lot of them, the time is the thing. Because yeah. they're doing something which, by its very nature, you have something that needs to set. Mm-hmm. And if you were doing that for a dinner party, you'd do it the day before. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, you, know what I mean? yeah, you wouldn't probably. go, yeah, I'm going to take a chance on this setting within three hours. I've got, yeah, two and a half hours. Let's whack yeah. it all together. Let's bash out <laughs> a domed tart. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah. I, I think the comparison then is with Rosie's, who the, the big problem with hers was the creme pat didn't set properly. No, she didn't cook it enough. Didn't cook it enough, which, which by that stage, I think means she would need to have restarted it. Mm. I'm not sure you can then... Oh, I'll heat it and throw a bit of cornflour in or something. I'm not sure. I don't know. That would work. So it is the. She actually didn't get as close to having it quite right because some of her baking, some of her putting it together was actually wrong and came out it, as though, you know, if had she cooked part of the pastry, she couldn't then have returned to try to do that. You would just need to redo it. So there's a big difference in the skill and quality yeah. you're putting together. Yeah. And actually, yeah. Exactly. Because her thing that needed to set, set. Yeah. She just didn't do the other thing quite right. Possibly, yeah. So that, that's a lack of skill yeah. rather than a lack of time. Hmm. All of which is to say there's not much difference between Star Baker and the person who left this week, I think. No, very even pegging. You know, really even, even as even a pegging. semi-final should be. But I think I can see it. Yeah. 
like at the end, we were talking about it, and we were not sure who was going to get Starbaker and who was going to get kicked out. And you could have mm. made an argument for all four of them, but when you actually sit down and look at it, I, and again, most weeks you feel this way. Yeah, I, I think I can follow it. I think I can. I, I can say yeah, I can understand. Yeah, I, I definitely had put them into the two pairings that mm. um, that the judges had. Okay, you know, it was good for for me. I couldn't decide whether it should be Steph or Alice to get Star Baker. Right. But actually thinking back to that first round, mm-hmm. I could see why Alice got it. Yeah. Because I think Alice was better than Steph in the first round. And I think level pegging in the final. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. whilst her cake underneath the case had a bit of a wow to it, um, I think her case didn't quite do what what they wanted it to. Uh, Alice's, yes, yeah. Whereas I think uh, uh, Steph's uh, was beautiful, yeah. and the case did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, absolutely. I I think I felt David could have gone and could have gotten Star mm. Baker because his first round was so so good, and his last round was good but not the brief. Uh, uh, and yeah. I, I perhaps I would have understood it, but I think I see it more. Yeah, you're right. Putting him in that bottom camp to be. Actually, he didn't, you know, do the brief. And he was back on his bandwagon of sticking vegetables in cake. Yeah. That's what he did in the first week. I'm like, yeah. dude, stop it. Just do patisserie cake. Is, is he just working to do the book? When the, this is all over, he's going to do a book of baking with vegetables. Yeah. Something like that. Some you kind know. of healthy, Yeah, healthy, you know, you've got that book, haven't you? Have your cake and eat it. Yeah. He's is he building up to that sort of book? Something on those lines. In the same way, Nadia, when she came out of this, did uh, all about cooking with kids, right? Because that was her thing and what she wanted to yeah, put yeah, forward. Yeah. So, mm. interesting. Interesting. Um, any other thoughts on the domed sweet case with exquisite decoration? No. <laughs> How about you, Matthew? Do you have any more thoughts on um, the domed sweet cake of? Producer I, mean, I, I mean, if I want to keep sticking the boot into David, he cooked with Aperol. So, you know. I I love drinking Aperol. I know you think it <laughs> tastes like something revolting. I can't remember the phrase you used. Uh, I can't. It's it's that, the, the water from the mummy that they found in Egypt a few years ago. Yeah, I, I, I like it very much. But I also not sure where it fits within a dessert. I can see it being countered by the sweetness of particularly something like rhubarb, mm. but lemon and things like that do a perfectly good job. Yeah, of that. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so meh. Um, and have we mentioned Steph's Pat Sable? It was a bit soft, but very good. I th- this is perhaps my worry with Steph for next time. She's getting Star Baker because no one else always stands out. Mm. There were, there were times she's, you know, had someone had an amazing week and an amazing idea, they would have got it, which I think is perhaps what Sam Tuelis this week. Yeah. She nailed that first round and yeah. then did a pretty wow cake in the last one. Steph is clearly very, very good, and I feel like it might be Steph's to lose, but it is also anyone else's to win. She does colour inside the lines a bit, doesn't she? Oh, good phrase. I like it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, so if you think about both... Well, if you think about a lot of what we've done, Steph does exactly to the brief, mm-hmm. something that's excellent, yep. and she does it very, very well. Yeah. But I can't think of anything that she's done that's absolutely surprising. Let me have a look. Yeah. Uh, so, last week, 
cheese and tomato tart to tan, and curry Rapunzel cake. That was quite good, but again, had someone absolutely knocked out the 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 design of the stacked mm. pies. Uh, week before, orange and chai, Keklapes Sarawak, and zest and spice hot cross buns. Some sort of mirror glaze celebratory bomb. Eaten elegance for her meringue layer cake. Pina colada prohibition cake. Citrus custard tarts. Pink and pretty Indian sweets. BM. BM CNR. <laughs> no idea. Welcome to my notes. <laughs> Hang on, no, we're going to get this. This was cake with cultured dairy. BM is probably buttermilk, isn't it? Yes. And C must be caramel. Because someone else has got C and ban. <laughs> my notes are really good and really useful. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she's. there's nothing here that I'm seeing. I'm, I'm trying to go back to whatever that week was that we were so impressed with what everyone did. And before she sort of got under the... Uh, over the radar, as it were. Yeah. Uh, a ginger cat as her biscuit sculpture. And caramel and macchiato delicate biscuit bars. So even even those, she'd overbaked her ginger biscuits, apparently. Um, but, but they're all sort of done really, really well. Yeah. And you're right, to but, brief. To brief. Mm. But, but not pushing... The boundaries. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, like, so Alice's cake today, she was like, I've got a theme, I'm going to yep. do a thing, Colour I'm pushing the, the it glass. out, I'm colouring mm. the glass, and, and and it was fine. Yeah. And I'd rather eat Steph's, if mm. I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Blue cake? No. Yeah. We've spoken about blue a, food before. A, a nice opera no, cake. thank you. Yeah, yeah. Or a really nice looking opera mm. cake. I'd much rather eat Steph's. Yep. But Steph's is... An opera cake. A, a very, very competently and professionally done, I think. I think she does yeah, to yeah. a very good level of detail. Uh, okay, so there are bakers that we've had on the show, and I think Henry was one of these, where if you were told to make a three-layer wedding cake as your celebration showstopper cake, they'd make four layers. Yes. Steph wouldn't make four layers. No. So I, I, I think Steph will do three layers. You know, if this was the thing next week, Steph will do three layers. They will taste really good. The flavours will be there. The cooking will be there. The, the baking quality will be there. And they'll be what you'd want at your wedding. Exactly. Someone else could do four layers. It'll be interesting to see how it comes off because whatever... I, I, I fully expect Steph to be on brief and excellent. Yeah. Depending but, on how much brief they get. Well, depending on how much yeah. brief they get. Depending on how far they have to go for the campfire... You, you need to cook au natural up a tree. Well, well David would be all right then, yeah. because he'd basically be au natural up a tree with his beetroot. Yeah. yeah. He'd be fine and some, yeah. with his beetroot and some spices. But, you know, it'll be interesting because I think Steph could either win it, mm-hmm. but winning it might be because someone else has reached too far and has Icarus had fallen down. No, no one else has quite, quite stood out. Exactly. Yeah. To the technical, Gato Santanoe. Um, made rectangularly. I'd be interested to see it because they say it's normally a circle. I guess. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, puff pastry, shoe in sweet caramel with a silky creme chaboose and piped chantilly cream. Chaboose. Chaboose. Uh, and piped <laughs> chantilly cream. There's a lot of pastry and yeah. Can I at least get some chocolate to drizzle over the top. Yeah, I must say shoe. shoe. 
shoe buns are actually not really. They're a chocolate really in my and cream bag. delivery mechanism. Yeah, <laughs> I think it depends what's inside the shoe, and you need lack. Exactly. Yeah, the the croc en bouche idea, I quite like that, but that's yes. part of the display rather than anything else. One of my colleagues is French. Okay, I got married in France earlier this mm. year, and she managed to have two croc en bouche <laughs> with two different locations. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> the time to talk, Rosie, because. She didn't have a good time in the technical, and then suddenly she did. I, I feel a little bit manipulated by the production. Okay, crew. go ahead, go ahead. Because, uh, you know, the the the, the clips that they, they were showing us of mm-hmm. her having a complete meltdown mm-hmm. and, and genuinely having she was a very emotional, yeah, and genuinely struggling. But I'm not sure. I believe that those clips came. At the timings that it was insinuated that they came, I would agree. So yes. I, I feel I do feel a bit manipulated. Yeah. I I think too, because I think she used the pastry she already had, so she didn't need to do the chilling and folding again. But she did need to bake it, and then she needed to pipe cream on top of it, so it had to cool down before you could yeah, pipe yeah, it. Yeah. And then she needed to fill her shoe and put it on, and and all that it was was she put them on the wrong way around. And we never saw her making the creme pat stuff, or, no, or the chantilly, mm. or or really even the, the caramel, caramel until the very very end, Absolutely. where I saw her dipping something in some caramel. But yes, so I, I you know, so well, whereas they showed us other people making their creme chaboost, yeah, they, they almost implied that she hadn't, mm. which is not true. No. Naughty, naughty yeah, it, production company. Uh, manipulative is, is, I think, probably the right word for that editing, which, uh, and they've done it before. It's, it, I think it's fairly standard, but the fact she won it. And there was so convulsed in hysterical laughter. And as we were. Yeah. That was a very good moment. That should go down as one of the great moments of Bake Off. Yes. For her to have such a nightmare and then for it to turn around and actually she wins it. Yeah. Did she win it because other people. Were, were poor or did she win it because of her baking skills i think they were all much of a muchness i think they were mm-hmm. picking people out for finickety things okay and other people's finickety things such as alice overdoing burning yeah, her yeah. caramel splitting the, the um splitting cream the for creme and, yeah, watches yeah. His, and that ridiculousness of chantilly for david <laughs> I think they weighed against them more mm. than the weirdness that was going on with the upside down shoe pastry, which seems to. <laughs> I couldn't tell that they were upside down. Could you tell they were upside down? Yeah, so what she'd done is she dipped them in the caramel and then put them on a baking sheet. And I think everyone else had done that, but they'd put the non caramel side down. And she put the caramel side down. Ah. So it ran back down and gave a very flat bottom layer. Right. Which, which might be the way to do it. If, 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 Prue was saying they were the wrong way round. Maybe that is the way to do it, but you put the flat layer down on top of the pastry so it's not so obvious because it it really was clear they had a very flat top. I did think they looked a bit odd. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, I'm not sure. So, so that's the thing where I think other people have dipped it and then left it with the dipping on top to run down and coat it even more. Yeah. Which hmm, we will have to, you know, we'll find have to well. investigate, but not necessarily order. I'm looking forward to doing this. <laughs> there are a lot of skills in this that look quite interesting. Yeah. And, and stuff that we've done, which yeah. could be fun, and then assembling into a nice thing. 
I think, again, this is the difference between having time, having seen it done, knowing what to expect. Because I think it was Alice who had the overworked cream or something that was just, if she knew what it was supposed to be like when it came out, she wouldn't have made it so thick. Yep. So, and that's the difference. You know, once once you've done it, you go, oh, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do here. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually a little bit interested to try this one. Ah, excellent. Mm. Maybe try without the Chantilly cream. Well, I, I, I will just not eat it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> do you think I should do it without, so I'm not wasting ridiculous amounts of cream? Yes. Is that the difference? Yes, because okay. neither of us are going to eat that Chantilly no, cream. No, <laughs> Maybe I'll do a buttercream creme au beurre, something with a bit of like sweet flavour that we like. Mm. Maybe that's the way to go. Yeah, that's the way to go. Okay. Um... So let's just wrap up the technical conversation then. We've talked this this year particularly about how the technical possibly doesn't matter and doesn't really count too much mm. into the thing. Rosie won the technical. Yeah. And she still went home. Yeah. I don't think the technical counts for, for much anymore. I, I don't think. I think the technical might be a tiebreaker if everything else That's is fair. even Stevens. That's fair. But I, I think... First, they're judged on the showstopper. Mm-hmm. Then it goes back to the signature, mm-hmm. and they probably stop at that point if they've got a decision. Okay, and then I think they probably only talk about the technical for the judging if okay. um, if they need to. This week and that thought about how yeah, if you have any clue about any of this, it's an easier bake. Mm. Makes me feel a bit more that yes, they should be finding things that are technical challenges. But the people have a clue about knowing some of it. Yeah. Although, you know, they know the puff pastry and they know the shoe pastry. But I don't, I don't know whether I, I what I would want is... Uh, there was a final a few years ago that they did. The technical challenge was make 12 Tarto Citron, 12 vanilla sponges and 12 some other very standard cake. All, yeah. all in small sizes. But... No instructions. You just you are supposed to know how to make this thing and make it really well. And, sp- and twelve might be too many, might even four of each, something like that. Wh- which I quite liked. That this is a very simple thing that you should know how to make absolutely perfectly. Go and do it. Yeah, it's a very Mary Berry sort of bake yeah. that kind of thing. I think I'd want them to do that. Hey, make this thing, but make it small. Make it with no instructions. Make it, but with a different flavour than you're used to. Make it, but you're now not allowed to. Use, you have to use an egg substitute or a dairy substitute or. Yeah, yeah. And bring it back into... Properly testing someone's skills. Yeah, the people know what they're making, but the how is actually a bit different than they would normally be used to. Something Mm. on those lines. I agree. That's where I think I'd want it to go to. I agree. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. They're not going to do that, are they? No. They're like their their weirdo cakes so much. Yeah, absolutely. And and to be fair, it is interesting seeing all this stuff from around the world. And and it it would be less interesting for us to try if it was... Hey, just make a vanilla sponge with a blindfold on. <laughs> or something like that, you know. Make a vanilla sponge whilst people blow vuvuzelas at you. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, that that is one of my that's like a bad nightmare. The idea of doing anything with that amount of background noise. I'd be just like in a in a fetal position on the floor going, Stop the noise. <laughs> How do you think they all felt when Rosie was having a little paddy? Because they were all commenting. It was very obvious. I was like, well, we can't stop. We can't help you because we have to do our own baking over <laughs> here. So, hmm. 
the final round, the showstopper, sugar glass display with something inside that has a baked element to it. We're back to have very, very broad challenges. Yeah, we are. And actually, with that in mind, possibly we've been being a bit harsh about David saying he wasn't really on brief. Because if that was the brief, well, he did it. It's just he did it in patisserie week yeah. and didn't do anything that was patisserie No, exactly. And everyone else got that it was patisserie week, even if yep. Rosemary, Rosemary's, Rosie's um, yeah. collection of mini cakes did look <laughs> a little bit lacklustre, if mm-hmm. I'm honest. I could understand why she went, mm. to be honest. If she'd done something a bit more impressive... Mm-hmm. Should have been fine. Yeah, absolutely, and and a bit. Even if those the mini miniature cakes have been perfect and tasted yes. really good, but they didn't. So. No. Um. Uh, no, I don't think David's on brief. I I don't think the. You know, you're displaying something beautiful. I don't think that cake was beautiful. No, I agree. To to be honest, and, and I I, I'm not sure he could defend that. And so this is the next question then. He survived because Rosie had had a couple of bad things. Mm. I feel like her performance in that technical and the way she turned it around, certainly the way we're shown she turned it around, she should have been more deserving of staying. But was he really deserving of leaving? I think his baking was less good. Really? Across them. Certainly to the... Because that's not the brief. No. Yeah, I'm saying his baking. That's not that's not the right thing. The things he made were not as good. She stayed on brief. Brief. The thing at the end was not as good. But at the same time, she is clearly the better baker. That technical showed that. I think Rosie was has been a bit hit and miss. Okay. I think when she's been good, right, she's been excellent. Okay. Um, and I think if she was given more time, mm-hmm. she could be excellent on a regular basis. Whereas I think. David can deal with the time pressure better, and I think he's done some very good stuff in the time. And you know what? I'm going back through my notes here. She's been at risk six weeks since Dairy Week when there were ten of them, mm. and the person who went home was Phil. Yeah, I, I, th- I think. Yeah, she's, actually, no. I think yeah, she's you, you clung on. Me, yeah. Clung mm. on. And I like her. Mm-hmm. I miss mm. her little veterinary chats with. Um, I, I really like it. Nell, yeah, <laughs> but. I, I think I think it probably was the right decision. Okay. Yeah, as much as we like Rosie, it is also there is someone in the tent who bakes with vegetables and spices to take part in the celebration of cake that it is, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that you see, and that's not fair because there is something to it to say, you know, oh look what you can do with these other things to make nice cake. He wants to do a celebration of cake and be healthy. I think at any stage he's gone, oh, but here's some Salted caramel with chocolate on it. No. <laughs> you know, something like that. He has always done that thing, which just isn't our flavour. No. No, so, exactly. Fair enough, you know. I mean, I love a carrot cake. Yeah. But, but you can stuff off. it's got lovely cream cheese on it. You can stuff off with your beetroot and courgette. That's what I say. <laughs> um, his his box did look very nice. I liked the fact yes. he did the, the coloured thing to it. Yes. Um, but I, I do think the pure glass one that Steph did looked better. Mm. I, I think. And was braver. Yeah. As much as we said a thing there that she always sticks to brief and does exactly the thing. And maybe this is her sticking too much to brief. She made a display case. They didn't say you use a biscuit or something. Mm. Um, but if any of that had gone wrong, 
There's nowhere to hide. Yeah. At, at least everyone else could have put it back inside the biscuit and maybe fudged it in some way. Any of that shatters. She she doesn't get to use it. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I have a lot of respect for her for doing that. Yeah, and, and that opera cake looked amazing. The opera cake did look really good, yeah. yeah. And, and nice to be, you know, my, my granddad loved opera, so I'm making an opera cake. That is a nice link. That yeah. is that is exactly the thing. She's not made a representation of the thing that they love, mm. which is very nice. I can't even remember what <laughs> She's David... She's not made like a grandfather's head <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. in laughs> Some <laughs> opera glasses or something. Yeah. Sorry. I've now got uh, that... Uh, is it, What's in it? the box? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm, you know, um, is it... Oh, gosh. What's that Lionel Richie song where the person's Hello. like... Yeah, that, that clay that clay head. That's in the box. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just going to Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Alice won with her coral. Cause apparently it had amazing flavours. And a lot of squidgy bits. It which blue. And very blue. I did, I did like the way she did the mirror glaze, how it had different types of, yeah. different colours of blue in it. It, it came out very nice. It nicely. came out very well. Yeah. And, so. and she had a theme, but she also made it patisserie-esque. Yep. Lovely. I, I have noted, and I think you agreed with me the first time that I said this, when Alice does very well, she struggles the week after. Mm. Be interesting to see what happens in the final, because... I, I think she gets it now and sort of everyone is just heads down. We we saw it this week. Yeah, you know, yeah. She said the timing is really important here. I've just got to get it done. And clearly she got it done. Yes. Would would have enjoyed more time on the box maybe. Maybe, you know, maybe shaved off some of the biscuit to level it all off. But... She, she might be in summer holidays now. She's possibly practicing well, exactly. all yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So any other thoughts on this week on what's happened? No. I, I am now okay. all primed. Primed for the final. Okay. So what we did do this week is we had some Moroccan-style pie. Yeah. So tasty. So tasty. <laughs> and I've had such a rotten cold, and it was still tasty. <laughs> so, Matthew, so full disclosure, I did none of the Moroccan pie baking. I just did Moroccan pie eating. Um, we ate a lot of pie, because it's a very pie. big pie. It's a big pie. <laughs> it did do us several days. Perfect. So t- tell me about the pie, Matthew. What did you make first? I I actually changed some of the instructions around. I cooked the chicken because all the in, in, ingredients inside you cook and then cool. Right. And, and you do that in sequence. You cook the chicken and then let it cool. And while you're doing that, you're supposed to do all the Walker pastry stuff. But I actually okay. did that right at the end Fine. whilst I was doing some of the other baking. You then cook the butternut squash in the oven for a period mm-hmm. uh, and then let it cool. Yep. <laughs> So there was lots of that. So whilst that was going on, I did start doing the pastry at that point. Mm-hmm. Did I? No, no, because then you then I started prepping all the other veg, because there was, um, there were two onions and three cloves of garlic. All had to be chopped up. All had to be all had to be dealt with. Um, so I got everything ready, and then mm. roasted butternut squash came out of the oven and yep. got put on the side to cool down. <laughs> um, and then I did the the pastry walker brick thing. Right. So you make your pastry with your semolina and your flour and all the different bits that go in it. And then you heat the pan up. Right. And then you use your five centimetre pastry brush. Okay. Which is basically a paintbrush. It, it, it does look like a paintbrush. I think it's slightly softer or slightly finer. Right. I think it's not quite, but... 
So are, are you glad you got a pastry brush? Because we did have a genuine conversation about whether you should get a paintbrush rather than a pastry brush. Because I could just pop around the corner to home base right. rather than order. Because where do you buy a five centimetre pastry brush? You buy it from Amazon. Exactly. <laughs> from, from, from the evil online empire. Exactly. <laughs> that we use far too often. <laughs> um, so I did, did order that. Am I pleased to get it? I'm not sure what else I can use it for. But it'll go in the pot. And you never know yeah. with my... Red plastic lettuce chopping knife and all other sort of random things that I've bought over the years for these sorts of things. Um, and then you paint your batter onto the pan. So how did you find this? Because remem- mm. I remember watching the show. Mm-hmm. Steph in particular was mm-hmm. just like it was a disaster. Yeah. Was it? But but like I ate a very tasty pie with some very tasty uh, yep. pastry on the outside. How did it go? It, it took two or three to really get comfortable with right. it. Because part of the thing is, the, the thing is, the, the pan is so hot that as soon as you paint it on, it starts cooking. Right. And when it cooks, because it's so thin, it looks like it absolutely disintegrates and just dri- all drifts apart. It, to the extent, I, I'm not sure this will come out on any of the pictures, but the very edge, you can basically see sort of tendrils of cooked batter where, where it's been single bits off the pastry brush right like it cooks so fine and so Uh, quickly so you have to just start slapping it on and putting it all together but if you do that you end up with sort of slightly thicker bits that have come off the edge of the brush so you do have to spread it out really quickly as well and my real the the thing that i think i figured out on the second or third one was i was trying to cover the whole pan was actually it was about just just do a decent circle in the middle uh, and yeah get to within an inch or so of the edge Yep. You know, but but I was trying to do right right at the very edge. It's going to be a proper circle filling the whole pan, and this is why possibly I made eleven rather than twelve. It asked for because be- you ran out of because I ran out paste. ran out of the paste. Um, and I think it's because the early ones I was trying to do really big ones. Yeah. So I don't think we missed the twelfth layer. <sighs> it, it it collapsed a bit when it came out, so we'll come to that in a minute. Yeah. The actual cooking of them, as soon as you realise that, as soon as it starts heating it up, it actually goes fairly transparent. Yeah. It's harder to see. It's like, okay, so I just need to cover it and cover it and cover it. And and by six or seven, I started realising I didn't even need to worry about sort of air holes, pinholes in it, that would sometimes appear if, if there's a bubble that pops and it leaves a little bit of a hole in there, because you're layering them to make the pie. Yeah. So actually that will pr- provide the protection against them. Yeah. All you were looking to do was not rip it and tear yeah. it. So yeah, you cook it, the edges start coming up and you then put it on a, on a pile, put some kitchen roll, do the next one. Nice. It was actually okay. Cool. It was interesting. Something I, that you'd do again? The only thing this pastry reminded me of, or the thing it was pastry reminded me of, was vegetable spring rolls. Okay. It's it's that sort of pastry. And I love yeah. a vegetable spring roll. I have no idea what's inside them. Um, and I have no idea MSG. how to make them. G- <laughs> given I can't roll a burrito, <laughs> I, I would worry about rolling a spring roll. But you're right. This could be a way to do a slightly more health-conscious spring roll. Yeah. Because we're not deep-frying anything here. No. It's not happening. No. But we could do some form of spring roll-esque filling mm-hmm. and sort of make little parcels with these pancakes yeah. and bake those in the oven. Yeah. That there's, there's a world, it's probably not the world in which we both work full-time <laughs> and have quite busy weekends as well, but there is a world in which that could happen. Yeah. I could see us doing something like this for... Yeah, the the sort of pancakes and wraps and things you use for um, aromatic duck. Yeah. For different types of wrap. Yeah, maybe. Mm. But it was also a, bit, a little bit of a faff. 
Yeah. But then we come to the actual cooking of the rest of the filling. Yeah. This was your sort of cooking. You would Bash have it in a pan that. and stir it around. Not quite as much as that because it was cook the onions until they're, like for five minutes, until they're just softening. Yeah. And as it was cooking, I was like, I think they're just softening. I hope the time is, oh, the time has gone off. Oh, okay. Like, I, it, it all seemed to be coming on point with the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was feeling pleased with that. But then it was, right, a load of fennel seeds, a load of cumin seeds, some pomegranate molasses. Now throw in a stock cube and a load, load of water and start cooking it together and see how your flavours are coming. Nice. I was really surprised there was no direct spice going into it. Mm. There was harissa paste, which yeah. is fairly spicy. The pomegranate molasses are surprisingly spicy. Okay. Which I'm, I'm assuming, I was expecting them just to be sweet. Yeah, it was. It, it is sweet. I think it comes somewhat from the sharpness of the fruit, right? More than anything, but it tasted, and it might be the the sharp and sweet yeah. equals spicy. Okay, something like that. Mm. Um, so that was surprising. And then it was just let that cool down, and then mix everything together. Yep. And assemble your pie. So you do eight, eight of the the circles in the the pan. Yep. And then put all your filling in the middle. Fold it over the top. And then put some more layers on top. Um, I think maybe I put too much filling in. Maybe I shouldn't quite have gone for all the filling. Because then uh, once it had cooked and I took it out, the other thing was I think the certainly the ones on top that were sort of holding it together were a bit too thin because it did pull apart and spread out a little bit. Yes, it, it, it did. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if we're looking for a pie and say, oh, this pie needs to have in- a consist- integrity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know, yes, it did. But structural integrity, structural integrity, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Kim, increase the structural integrity fields. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yes, but as an eating experience, once you cut a slice, that didn't matter at all. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I quite liked it. I think I could see us doing the filling as a curry to go on something, or or to go in wraps or something. I, I, I mean, we've got. We've got so much of the spice. I think I can see me making the filling mm. and maybe serving on couscous. Yeah. Or right, yeah, as you say, on yeah, rice yeah. or something like that, because it was very tasty. Mm. I, I was quite pleased yeah. with how it came out in the end. Yeah. It, it's one of the things you can see where people talk about the different flavour profiles or something, and you can go, mm. yes, there is sweetness in here because there's figs and apricots and molasses, and there's the savoury umami taste with the yeah. um, chicken in there. It's got some spicy in there. And, and actually, at the very end, once you've done all the stock on it and you've you've sort of gotten it down to its sort of really thick, thick um, sticky filling... You dump a load of uh, lemon juice on top of it as well mm. and mix all that in. So it had that sort of s- sharp citrus nice. flavour as well. It was like, there is a lot going on with this this taste. Yeah, It'd be interesting to do it with the chicken thighs that it was supposed to be done with as well, rather than the chicken breasts that yeah, we did Yeah, do you think they'd, they'd be more flavourful? Yeah, I think the texture of them would be slightly different okay. as well. Mm. Just, I, I mean, I, I just like dark yeah. chicken meat. We, we just had them, the, the breast defrosted instead of the thighs, so I used them instead. Yeah. <laughs> and perfect. it was fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a bit strange to have cooked the chicken and then do all this interesting stuff with spice and and cumin seeds and molasses and and, and rubbing oil and razao hunout into butternut squash and then yeah, roasting yeah. it and all of this. Whilst you've got this plain chicken on the side getting cool, mm. that you then incorporate back in. Like, I don't think it changed it, but I'm so used to cooking chicken in spices and, and you know, yeah. really getting the flavour into the meat itself. I, I do that on, on a not infrequent basis, okay. mainly because I want to make sure the chicken's cooked through. Yeah. And sometimes the spicy aspects of things burn. Mm. So I'm like, right, let's not 
poison, Matthew. True. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Tasty. Tasty. Good. Thank you very much. That's okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm pleased to have done that one. I enjoyed using the flatbread pan to cook them on. Yeah. Because it was amazing, ter- terribly well balanced. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I might have to try I, some chapatis. I must say, I think I think you should try some flatbreads. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. I wonder if those pizza breads we made would have gone well on that had I gotten up to a very hot temperature. Yes. Rather than just in the oven on a pizza stone. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. So this week, uh, are we going to try Gatto Santonare? <laughs> if I'm honest, I'm not sure I have time. Okay. Because I've got some work I need to do on Saturday. Okay. And I'm going to the Make Joy Knitting Festival in London on Ooh, Sunday. Oh, exciting. Exciting, yeah. exciting. Okay, I will see if I can get it done in the week, maybe. Yep. Might be, might be an interesting thing. And, of course, final this week. Yay! Last in the series. Uh, we have our three who've gone through, Alice and Steph and David. Team Steph. Are you Team, team Steph, Steph still? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, How I think you? it's hers, hers to lose. I would really like to see her... Just push it a little bit. Just say, I'm I'm just trying this thing. I'm just, mm, I, 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 I want to show off what I can do because everyone's here watching it and all this sort of yeah. thing. That would be great. But at the same time, I would love to see her win just on the slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Just the, the most capable baker, which would be a great way to do it. Yep. I, w- I was looking over multiple star baker winners and who has won Bake Off in the past. Yep. Six years they went where if you won Star Baker more than once, you didn't win the final. Oh, yeah. And then last three years, the multiple Star Baker has won the final. Oh, which is in, an interesting change. It is. Uh, David has not won Star Baker. David's not going to win. <laughs> He's yeah. made it to the final though. Yeah, by the skin of his teeth. <laughs> would Would you have rather seen Rosie and see what she did in the final? No, no, David was the right person okay. to put through. I just more rosy on TV rather than less rosy on TV is a happy place for Absolutely. me. Absolutely, I'd, I'd agree with that. You don't think it's going to be Alice? No, I mean, I think it could be Alice. Mm-hmm. I genuinely think it could be Alice or Steph. Okay. But my heart says Steph. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think I called Alice early on. You did? With like, oh, she could be. And then Steph, th- there was that episode where they suddenly started showing us like, oh, Steph's quite capable mm. actually. And since then, she's been the leader of the pack. Safe pair of hands. Thank you for catching up. We will speak to everyone next week. (laughs) Bye.